0: As a new Christian in 1975, God began teaching me John chapter 5, verse 30. Jesus said, I can of mine own self do nothing. This is a son of God saying that he can't do anything except as he heard from God. I was very impressed with this. If Jesus can't do anything except as he hears from God, Certainly we can't do anything except as we hear from God. God got my attention on how do we hear from God by using this scripture. And I saw that Jesus always heard from God and we should also always hear from God before we do a work. So Jesus said in John chapter 5 verse 30, I can of mine own self do nothing. As I hear from God, I judge. And my judgment is just because I seek not mine own will, but the will of the Father which hath sent me. And God taught me that we hear from God by the Holy Spirit who dwells in us, who brings to our minds thoughts. From God. And those thoughts show us the will of God in the specific issues of this present life. The Holy Spirit teaches us all things, reminds us of all that Jesus has said, guides us into all truth, and shows us things to come. I'm quoting from John. Chapter 14, verse 26, and John, chapter 16, verse 13. The Holy Spirit is the great power of God in us, the believer. Second Corinthians, chapter 2, is a major teaching concerning, excuse me, First Corinthians, chapter 2, is a major teaching concerning the role of the Holy Spirit in the life of of the believer The Apostle Paul said, And I, brethren, when I came to you came not with excellency of speech or of wisdom, declaring unto you the testimony of God. For I determined not to know anything among you save Jesus Christ and him crucified. And I was with you in weakness and in fear and in much trembling. And my speech and preaching was not with the enticing words of man's wisdom, but in demonstration of the Spirit and of power, that your faith should not stand in the wisdom of men, but in the power of God. I have actually heard preachers say that they memorize the teachings of other preachers. Kenneth Copeland said that in his meetings, that he went away when he decided to be a preacher. He decided to be a preacher. He didn't say God showed him to be a preacher. He went away and shut himself up into his garage and memorized the teachings of Kenneth Hagin. Copeland had been a pilot for Hagen, I believe was the story. And at one point, he decided, I could do this. He said, I could preach like that. So he just memorized the preaching of Hagin. That is not how you become a minister. You must have the call of God on your life first, secondly, you must be taught by God, not copying man. There's a scripture in Jude which talks about in the last days, there will be mockers, those are copiers like mocking birds mock other birds. These men copy other people other people they consider to be religious and they preach based upon that which they've copied I've heard Marilyn Hickey say that her best friend said she was the most boring person she'd ever heard when she started out teaching so Marilyn got either an acting coach or a friend of hers who was an actor to help her to do her presentations this is not the way you become a minister. Number one, you have to have the call of God on your life. Number two, if you have the call of God on your life, you have to follow God by his spirit, and he will teach you what you should say and how you should say it. These people who copy each other and hire acting coaches, they'll entice men, but they will not have the power of God in what they say. The ones who are like Paul, he determined he wasn't going to do this. And he was with us in weakness and in fear and in much trembling. And he says, in my speech and preaching was not with the enticing words of man's wisdom, but in demonstration of the Spirit and of power, that your faith should not stand in the wisdom of men, but in the power of God. Then Paul said, howbeit we speak wisdom among them that are perfect, In other words, he's speaking to those who've already been perfected by God. And he said, yet not the wisdom of this world, nor of the princes of this world that come to naught, but we speak the wisdom of God in a mystery. Paul went on to explain the working of the Holy Spirit in this section of Scripture. But as is written, I hath not seen, nor ear heard, neither have entered into the heart of man, the things which God hath prepared for them that love him but, God hath revealed them unto us by his Spirit. For the Spirit searcheth all things, yea, the deep things of God. For what man knoweth the things of a man save the Spirit of man which is in him? Even so the things of God knoweth no man but the Spirit of God. Now we have received not the Spirit of the world, but the Spirit which is of God, that we might know the things that are freely given to us by God. Which things also we speak, not in the words which man's wisdom teacheth, but which the Holy Ghost teacheth, comparing spiritual things with spiritual. But the natural man receiveth not the things of the Spirit of God, for they are foolishness unto him, Neither can he know them because they are spiritually discerned. I kept this scripture before me constantly as a new Christian and thought about it. I thought about the only one who really knows the heart of God is the Spirit of God. And the Spirit of God is in us. And he will show us things of God as God wills in God's timing. So we must be taught by the Spirit of God. We must be taught by the Spirit. And I think that's what John is talking about when he talks about the anointing that is in us. If we look at 1 John chapter 2, we see this example. In verse 20, John says, But ye have an unction from the Holy One, and ye know all things. And in verse 27, John says, But the anointing which ye have received of him abideth in you, and ye need not that any man teach you, but as the same anointing teacheth you of all things, and is truth, and is no lie, And even as it hath taught you, ye shall abide in him. God teaches each one of his children by his Spirit. When we are born again, we are given the Spirit of God to live in us. And by his Spirit, God teaches us. As a new Christian in 1975, I wanted more than anything To study Bible. I wasn't even thinking I would ever be a minister. I just wanted to study Bible. I contacted Dallas Theological Seminary to see if I could enroll to study Bible. I got a very nice letter from them explaining they did not allow women to enroll at the seminary, but they said, we know you have an earned doctorate. So, we will let you come to any of our classes that we are teaching and watch the young preacher boys and try to help them with their presentations because some of them are really bad at presenting materials. So, I had an open ticket to go to Dallas Seminary and, and attend any class I wanted to. I can't really tell you, I remembered learning anything at Dallas Seminary. And I'm sure I didn't help any of those young men. I didn't know anything at all about the Holy Spirit teaching us. I didn't understand that principle at all at that time. I just wanted to study Bible. But God took over in my teaching and began teaching me much as he did Paul. When Paul separated himself for, what was it, three years out there. Uh, He didn't see any of the disciples. He just separated himself to God, and God taught him. Pretty much that's what happened with me, although I did attend church and a Bible uh, prayer group. I'm sorry about those dogs barking. I think Pam may have gone to pick up a car, and um, the dogs are here with me, and they bark when things happen out on the golf course or when people go by our house. Anyway, God is our teacher. Even if you're not called to be a minister, it is God who teaches us. If you will look at 2 Timothy chapter 3, you will see that just a moment. Let's look at that. In the first part of this chapter, Paul is talking about In the last days, perilous times will come. And he talks about they're always learning but never able to come to the knowledge of the truth. And he's talking about people in the churches in the last days. Verse 13, But evil men and seducers shall wax worse and worse in the churches, deceiving and being deceived. But continue thou... In the things which thou hast learned and hast been assured of, knowing whom thou hast learned them. It's the Holy Spirit who has taught us. He has put His truth into our heart. He has brought His truth up through the Holy Spirit into our minds in the form of thoughts. And we just know sometimes truth. So Paul says these evil seducers are going to be in the churches. They will wax worse and worse, deceiving and being deceived. But we are supposed to continue in those things God has taught us. And that from a child thou hast known the holy scriptures, which are able to make thee wise unto salvation, through faith which is in Christ Jesus. All scripture is given by inspiration of God and is profitable for doctrine, for reproof, for correction, for instruction in righteousness, that the man of God may be perfect, thoroughly furnished unto all good works. Keep these things before you day and night that God has taught you, and think about them, for that, is truth.